I don't, but the thing is, I don't think it was like a pack in comic or anything. I think it was like just something that was printed out in like a, a book or a magazine. And I'm like, man, who who doesn't have a scanner in 2020? Uh, Mike, you got a scanner? Yes, I got a scanner. Okay, Tyler, you have a scanner. What? No. You, you don't have a scanner? No. What? We were trash. Candace, do you have a scanner? Yes, I do. All right, Tyler's the boomer trash of this episode. Well, here, here, I do say. Welcome to Stasis Lock episode 168, uh, the impeachment of Primal Sabbath, or Primal Sabbath's impeachment. I can't remember what I titled it. Uh, I'm, just to, I'm, just to, I'm just trying to catch, like, anyone who's searching anything on YouTube. Just trying to. They're like, they're looking for the impeachment, they're like, who the fuck is this? Like, they, like, they see just the big eye, they're like, what's this? And, like, I'm around the corner, like, gotcha. So... Wait and sub while you're here. Nice. <laughs> yeah, sub and hit that notification bell for all your uh, Primal Sabbath impeachment uh, news updates. <laughs> Primal Pelosi. Primal Pelosi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, where can people find you at? Find um, me everywhere as Angry Mike. Candace? Uh, you know, I really should just put everything together and, and make it consistent right you can find me on facebook at canned ice art you can find me on instagram at candice.santora twitter at candice santora and youtube candice santora thank you awesome thank you sir i do have i do have a link to your facebook i think oh thank you um so hi isaac uh this is a podcast about beast wars greatest cartoon ever (laughs) and we got peter in the chat yes yes sorry (laughs) Getting chatty. No, I thought she. I heard the cat making a crazy noise. I thought she was suffocating. No, like, what are you doing, with that? man? I've been going back to some of the older episodes, and the pop that was heard after uh, after Candace said she just liked the spotted pussy thing. <laughs> we were talking about Cheetors and the Cheetor meetup at RoboCon. She was like, "I'm still hung up on spotted pussies," and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. So funny. It worked. It was uh, it was the right thing to say at the right time. Tyler, where can people find you at, man? You can find me everywhere at a Magic the Gathering tournament near you. Dude, you gotta turn it down. You're losing the effect. It's just white noise. Oh, really? Turn it down so it's digestible. Uh, it's 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 already it's already past the part that I wanted to play at, but cringy. Dalton Dalton has his uh has his sad songs. You have your emo rap. Uh, so tune in next week while I pick a song for someone else. You got a problem, bitch? <laughs> Dude, brother Kyle shared that shit to your Facebook page. I was ro- rolling. I was laughing so hard, man. Like soon as it, soon as it started to like it's it's. Looks like it's taking place in like a like a very uh, rundown public park, like not even a, a full public park. Just like here's uh, some basketball go post and like maybe like a trail that has some broken concrete in it. Yeah, and uh, I saw them all with their crazy hair. And like, what's wild, man, is like everyone, uh, every at least in my like real life friend circle, wants. Um, wants the 20s to be the roaring 20s, the emo 20s. I'm like, no, man, that shit wasn't cool when y'all were in high school, and the shit is still dumb looking now. Like, don't do this to yourself. You're all almost 30. You could bring back emo girls. 
I'm fine with that. Emo girls seem look. Dope. You can bring back. You can bring back the aesthetic for sure. The emo, emo girl aesthetic, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. No, man. Even even the mindset, the daddy issues, and all that makes for a great Sunday night. Well, that's that's never. I don't think that. I don't think that, like. I think daddy issues like predates emo chicks, and I think it will. I think it postdates uh, the emo chick phase. But like the I hate my life while I'm on vacation, like that shit can you keep that at the door. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I wouldn't mind the aesthetic. Like I never, I never did the uh, the super tight uh, jeans thing. <laughs> I'll be honest, I just wasn't fucking built for it. Um, and I just, I, I don't, I really, I really don't want to see one hundred percent of that aesthetic return. <laughs> it's like, it's like wrapping two honey roast hams in saran wrap. It's like, it's like. Just uh, just two big old pork loins tied up. <laughs> That's what it would have been with the ties around them in the rotisserie. <laughs> I got some. I got some. Yeah, just sweat. You could like just sweats just coming through the denim fabric. I got some yams on me, boy. <laughs> Fucking shrink wraps. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, tight, tight jeans on me would look like an episode of Dexter real fast. I bet you trying to get them tight jeans on would really get you raw, wouldn't it? I'd have to to earl up. I gotta go get some earl from the Gulf. Oh my god, you don't almost need these yams. Prussian nuts. Whew. Uh, you know, like it's just nothing, nothing about like there were, there were some, some husky fellas my size that did that, that you know, participated. And then I'm not shaming anyone. I just like, it's just not, it's just less than ideal. I'm like, bro, how? Like they were doing that. I was still wearing wagon riders, you know, the trip pants, um, uh, AKA KO Jinkos. Um, I was, I was wearing those and, and then like blue jean shorts still. I was like, there's no way like pants at all. is just too, too binding. Uh, but you want them to go like two size, too small. Did you have Can't the, do it, uh, Hoss. the collared shirts with the like dragon fire designs on them? <laughs> <laughs> no, my friend, my friend Ray did. He uh, he he was big into big into dragons. Man, and, those guys uh, he was really big and cool. cool. Like you think emo was? And it was they were they were silk. They were silk. There was like silk yeah. with the dragon design. Ever seen this yeah. guy with gelled up hair <laughs> with sunglasses on inside with one of them shirts on? Motherfucker looked like he was ready to. Bro, so so that was that was pretty much my my boy Ray in a nutshell, and um, he also <laughs> he also had uh, he he did like the short hair. He he did the uh, some of the some of the emo cuts, not any of the extravagant emo cuts, but uh, he like he even got hair extensions because he couldn't grow his hair out long enough to uh, to to match mine and, and our other friend Wade. Like me and Wade, we had the longest hair in the group, so he went and got hair extensions. Like dyed his hair black, got black hair extensions. It's the it was the funniest shit ever. Um, he was a uh, he he was a emo anime character, no doubt. So, so. I, I don't I don't expect to come back. Mike, uh, did you get anything this week? Yes, matter of fact, I got something very good. Matter of fact, I got it today. It was a brand new hundred eighty dollar battery for my car. <laughs> oh my god! Ouch! Yes, 
So, so it was the battery I, then. I thought you were going to talk about yep. that cancellation email you got from. No. <laughs> yeah. I was saving that. I was going to say. Uh, I was going to say, Mike, what was taken away from you this week? <laughs> uh, my, bl- my black arachnia, my, 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 my 18-inch Funko Pop, burning convoys. So, right. Entertainment Earth, you can uh, suck it. Well, that's definitely not getting your, your account back. Oh, it's <laughs> you're, you're definitely not doing them any favors. Uh, they're, they're not. Uh, Let's finish this real quick, we have Lego Nardo. Legonardo11 in the chat. Uh, Kabar is in the chat. What's up, Kabar? Kabar says, uh, I never got into girl pants, but I did have the long hair and the black death metal band uh, tee look for several years. Uh, oh. I like. I still like opt for the darkest color shirt possible uh, in my arsenal at any given point in time. Once I, once I go through the black shirts, I'll, I'll move my way on to the gray and then to the light gray and then... You know, whatever's left is left. I'm I'm not super picky. I'm always, I'm always rocking heavy metal shirts, man. Even when I was like, even when I was management, I kept that shit on underneath all my professional <laughs> shit. Just was like, Jesus I don't want to let the stuff stain me. You know what I'm saying? I live the life. I am the life. You don't understand though, because there are some people that live Wait. that professional, you know, three digit or six digits a year, uh, very calm pop music kind of lifestyle. So like every day after meetings and everything, I would have to come home and on my drive home, I would have to cleanse myself by blasting some of the heaviest shit I got. It's just I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, bud. Uh, you know, if if it was just like, hey, you got to listen to like pop music and that's the secret to six figure a year salaries. I'm in. I don't I don't need. Oh, yeah, I'm all for it. Like, I don't need the remnants of my my high school music tastes anymore. Like, and there's very little of that left. Eesh, it's not high school music taste. Shut up. It was definitely my high school music taste. Being a metal, uh, and I mean, it's like, like I'll be honest, dude. Like, nothing has come along since that I've just been like that catches my ear. No, it's just everything. Okay, boom. That I listened to like for, like <laughs> like 2004. Like 2004 is where where I cut it off. Oh, corn. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's a two thousand. It's a two thousand four. Freak, freak on a leash. That's where you cut it off. That was a. That was ninety eight. That was ninety eight, sir. Um, no, man. It it really it cuts off at like Damage Plan and like there's a few. There's some. There's some uh, later like two thousand eight Lamb of God that I'll uh, I'll still indulge in. I haven't heard anything new from them just because I don't follow their social medias. So I'm I'm sure if like they put out anything new, I would still like it. But like Trivium, yeah. uh, no. Trivi- Trivium's a big no. Anything new they put out has just been awful since the Are Crusade. You a child of Bodum fam. Of Bodum, uh, I did. I, I listened to a little bit of a little bit, little bit of a Lexi Leho, even though it's just he's just f- fucking nails on a chalkboard screaming. Um, they had some pretty good sound and music to it. Uh, Chris Barnes, Chris Barnes, like me, like what he just said is pretty much uh, me in a nutshell. Uh, high school was just Pantera shirts. And like, that's exactly what it was. I probably had like four Pantera shirts that, that I would, I would just wear. Uh, I, I would make four go into seven somehow. Cause you know, I was nasty in high school. Jesus. Um, we had a uh, Juan in the chat. I saw him up there earlier. What's up Juan? Uh, Candace, did you get anything this week? I did. I, t- I finally, uh-huh. nobody really cares anymore because they got theirs like six months ago, but I finally got my, my black oh, you got, You got your she, your she spider. I did. How, you, how do you like it? 
Yeah, how pretty awesome. She's so cute and tiny and light. I was gonna say, She's how blown light. away were you when you opened the box and it was that small? <laughs> was I, was I mean, I knew she was gonna be small, but damn. Like the the thing that surprised me most wasn't necessarily the size; it was just how lightweight. Yeah, I was just like, yes. whoa! Like uh, and she came the with proper gust pin. of wind. So I guess yeah, the so, uh, kind of worth it. She came with her pin, so I don't have to buy that separately. None of, once. None of mine. None of mine came with a pin. I, <laughs> I had to get. Uh, I had to get one from Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like. How do you feel about them doing pins now instead of coins? I don't freaking know. Just pick something and stick with it. I don't care. True. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would, to be consistent. I would. Okay, boomer. I would still. Uh, <laughs> Prefer I would still prefer the coins, honestly. I but, think I, I think I would too. I'm not gonna wear the I'm, pin, but right now I'm just I'm in too deep. Like I just gotta I gotta get all the little crazy <laughs> Hasbro Asia accessories. Hey! Oh, this is what Sorry. she said. Oof. In too deep. Jeez. Mike, you're into Peggy, right. aren't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Tyler? Nothing. I thought Candace. I thought you were repeating it because Candace said it. I was like, Candace, no, you're supposed to be the good one. No. Mm-mm. She's just. Uh, she's mm. made you think. My that. coworkers. Uh, I used to be innocent. My coworkers changed it. Or did you like skip that shit? What was that? Did you have an emo phase, or did you just like skip that shit? Oh no, I I totally skipped that. My sister, my younger sister, went through that. Gothic. Now, I, okay, I was gonna, I was gonna ask. I was like, did you really skip it, or are you just telling us you skipped it? <laughs> Come on, do I? Well, because unfortunately, there's <laughs> unfortunately there's no MySpace to go back and like cross like fact check you on this. So oh, we I just gotta kind of take your word. You're gonna have to. Uh, okay. Oh, is that, you know, what, you all of a sudden are saying that emo, whatever. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, it was way past your time, Mike. <laughs> it was. <laughs> You'd look too old there, Peppa. Yep. So, Tyler, did you get anything this week? Um, yeah, I did actually. I got uh those Halo figures that I ordered from Joe. I got uh, the ODST from Halo Two. I got Dutch from ODST, and I got the Ranger Elite from Halo Reach. That's the best elite in the franchise. Don't at me. Um, and I got Kate Diaz from uh, Storm Collectibles. Nice. Yeah. I'm waiting for the day where we can be like, Mike, what'd you get this week? And he says, I got a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> I already got one of those. You hear being used? Yeah. Oh my god, it gets funnier. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh man. That's that that's that good uh that's that good nineteen eighties humor. <laughs> that's that that's that my parents were born in fifty four humor. Yeah. My mom was born in fifty four though. I can't really talk too much shit. Uh I got a couple of things in this week. I got uh, oh, what'd you get, some GI. Oh, thanks for asking. I got some GI Joe prototypes, uh, which I don't have here with me, and I probably wouldn't show them. I don't know if that dude wants me like showing that stuff off yet or not. Um, but I also got the little uh, Beast Wars Remune Dinobot, and <laughs> it's so tiny. So um, cute. But it was. Well, 
it's uh hang on here's the uh here's the classic uh scale reference here pack of smokes um yeah it's it's smaller than i thought it was gonna be i didn't i didn't think it was gonna be much bigger that's what she said uh but (laughs) i uh i definitely didn't expect it to be this tiny uh that's also what she said and um so when I got it out, it kind of surprised me. And like, I I wish, I wish the rest were as easy to find. I would totally pick up like the full set just because I think they would be cool. Like, like if I were to ever, if I were to ever play Monopoly ever again in my adult <laughs> life, I would want to reskin like Beast Wars Monopoly board. So like the currency is Energon or credits or whatever the, the currency was in that. Then I would use them as like little Monopoly pieces. I think that'd be a little neat instead of like a, you know, a fucking shoe. <laughs> and, and, and whatever, whatever else. No, it's oh, it's a boot. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Instead of footwear, um, you know, I think they're I think they're neat. Like they're definitely like board game piece sized. And I know there was a board game that came out in Japan. I don't think it used like these little these little things. But anyway, it's cool. I got it for my Dinobot display, of course. So cool. And I think that's all that I got. Um, I lost my, uh, my burning convoy pre-order this week <laughs> and, uh, my, my fourth, too. my fourth MP black arachne. I lost that. Uh, I'll feel your pain. I'll feel your pain. it's, it's fine. <laughs> like I it, honestly, it gave me a little bit of clarity because as soon as, as soon as you refunded me the money, I hit up Joe, uh, asking about burning convoy and he was just like, well, uh, and I told him I wanted the pin as well. He said, well, he, he said, if you buy another black arachnia, he'll just give you the pin for free. I was like, no, I mean, I kind of got a little, you know, I, I'll get it. I'll get it. If I decide to get it, like to me, like that's just the universe telling me that I don't need to do like season displays. Like I, like I do for my vintage stuff. Uh, and I'll just be fine uh, with the upgraded bodies or whatever. You'll be fine until you're not. Uh, yeah, I'll be fine until um until like I'm just like you know what this this shelf this season two shelf would look really good with a black arachnia and then she's like five hundred dollars on the aftermarket something something crazy so uh that'll that'll be when I do that I guess uh so anyways th- there's something else I wanted to pick up from Agabus though so anyways I'm I'm just waiting on Joe always waiting on Joe. But other than that, I think that's it. So, oh. all right, let's get on to it. Can this we week, start uh, with, uh, our can beast we start thing. with Mike's thing. Let's start with Mike's thing first. Mike's thing. Yeah, the 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 getting his order canceled. I thought we were gonna like get right into it. No, I think he's gonna do an angry Mike onto that, aren't you? Oh yeah, do an angry Mike. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, tune in, Angry Mike. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's a story. <laughs> he called me. He, bro, he called me yesterday before he let everyone in the group chat know. He was just like, "Dude, so don't be mad." <laughs> and then, and then he told me, and like, all I could do was laugh. That shit was so funny. But uh, I will say this: uh, uh, snitches get stitches. So, little uh, yeah, little, 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 little preview. Just a little preview. All right, I know, Mister Kitty. This week's beast when banging. Transformers bring it to the streets. Is a- <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike. Uh, this week it's striped pussies. Stripe so pussies. <laughs> I, I didn't take any any of these pictures. I only have two of the three. 
Um, and I just didn't feel like doing doing shit. So uh, I've credited all the images in the slideshow. Uh, blah blah blah, whatever. So this is the Hasbro version, which is hard to tell. Like in pictures, it's hard to tell the difference between Hasbro and Takara unless they're like next to each other and not on a black uh, a white background, rather. But uh, as you can see, this was Premiere Wave. They got some colors changed around from this one uh, to the show model. Uh, show model had silver forearms and teal on the shins and knees. And for whatever reason, they gave him black eyes on the toy. <laughs> and, like, they didn't paint the tiger eyes in at all. Just strange. It's very strange. Mutant Mask had silver eyes, though, so a little bit different from Cheetor. Cheetor, I think, I think the, the robot mode had gold and gold for robot and mutant mask. It's been a while. I'll have to check it out. True. This is the Takara one. Um, the only difference you're going to be able to tell here is there's a little stripe on the eye just right there. Uh, some of the stri striping is different, like ever, ever so slightly, like not like not not really at all. But it's it's there. There's a there's a extremely subtle difference uh, that if you had them, you would know. And uh, this is where they fixed the paint swappage here. So he's got the teal on the crotch piece, the knees and the shins, and the silver for uh, the toes and the forearms. And he's got red eyes. So, in robot mode. But they kept the silver on the mutant mask. And uh, then the uh, creme de la creme, the, the money, as it were, uh, the Telemocha Tiger uh, Tigatron. So they painted this guy up crazy. Uh, all the teal paint is now metallic. The stripes are like a little thick and like a little bit different. Almost they look kind of like CGI and grainy, uh, sort of. Um, it looks like they even painted the teeth, like the little tooth here. Looks like that may also be painted white, which white on white doesn't make sense, whatever. And uh, the black toenails on uh, the beast mode feet. And we can see the tail butt gun here. It's a silver barrel. And uh, kind of, they, they painted the gut gun, which they did not do on the other two. Uh, here, they kind of just mixed all of it up. Like, you get both teal and silver on the forearms and hands, which is weird. Um, crotch piece and shins, it's just that metallic uh, teal. Looks like the fins may be painted silver. It's hard to tell. Sabertron took way too bright pictures of this. Um, eyes are red. Mutant Mask is completely teal. No eyes are painted in. But look at the Beast Mode eyes. Those dots right there looking down. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Just intense on those pupils. <laughs> I like the, the kind of like... Uh, sharp pupil like uh when cats are like about to pounce on something instead of that super rounded open eye look um but i get it i think the rounded eye was probably more show accurate anyways but here we have kitner telemocha and takara in that order from left to right and a little bit of fun backstory is originally he was going to be tiger tron and he was going to be painted like a traditional tiger, orange uh, with black stripes. And the forearms uh, and, and 
the the teal pieces were going to be green. Let's just that's easier to say. Um, this was shown in the Toy Fair catalog, and it is a Photoshop. However, there was a hand painted sample, uh, and there's a extremely grainy, like not even cell phone quality from like the early 2000s, like less than that uh, picture of the the painted uh, tiger Tigertron that they were uh, going to be using. Now, I don't know if it's hand-painted or if it was machine-painted. Uh, no one knows because if it is in a private collection, they're extremely private about it. Anyways, that's my picture. I took that scan. So, Aww. Shameless plug, I know. <laughs> you really have to tell us you got a plastic there on the screen. Yeah, but, you know, for the audio listeners who can't see the picture anyways. Um but uh, Mike, this is my notice me. I'm important. Uh, uh, yeah, Mike. Right there. <laughs> Dude, get with it. Piece of for shit. Any of the, for any of the really old fans, not not the people that are just tuning in now, but for any of the really old fans, you'll understand when I say this. Uh, I know we were just looking at a bunch of Transformers toys, but all I saw was a bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, good. Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering how we were gonna work that in. If you get it, you get it. That's that's an old, old throwback. You got to appreciate it. Got to be around for a while to appreciate that. All right. So that was Tigertron. There's uh, plenty to get out there. There's there's only three using original molds. um, But uh, it's. I'm kind of surprised we never saw one from that universe Cheetor. I mean, I know it doesn't technically look like a tiger, but, like, I mean, Cheetor didn't look like a cheetah. He looked like a tiger to begin with in the original line, so. Yeah, I'm I'm really surprised we didn't get a Shadow Panther. Like, Kabar had bought a custom Shadow Panther using that universe mold, and as a custom, like, it looked really good. I was like, man, you know, okay. But I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm pretty glad. I'm, I'm glad they didn't even try to remold that thing into a Tigatron. It was just a, that was a bad figure. It was just a bad, bad figure, man. Yeah. So, but you know, it is what it is. If you want all three of them, I don't know. It's probably like what five hundred bucks now. Something just have one alone, probably five hundred bucks. Atrocious. No, the Telemoka. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it like around two hundred. I don't think it's it's actually selling for two hundred. I should say, like, if you wanted it right now and you were impatient, uh. I think like somewhere between two and three hundred. It's it's ridiculous, and like I can't even find Takara ones on like Yahoo Japan anymore, which which is where I got mine, and it was yellowed. So I had to take it apart and soak it in hydrogen peroxide for a full day in the sun. Um, but it, I can't find those anymore, and, I, and that was pretty cheap. I think I paid like twenty five or thirty for it. So it's uh they getting up there. They're either like not found or they're just getting up there. But speaking of getting up there, you should follow our social medias at facebook.com slash beastwars, twitter.com slash stasislockcast. And you can always email us with your questions, uh, any topics you want us to cover at stasislockpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to join our awesome face, war- uh, face wars Facebook group, the Beast Wars Society. It's a buy, sell, trade, and discussion. You should join now if you already haven't. And don't forget to answer those questions. If you don't answer those questions, we don't let you in. Tyler might let you in. 
Oh well, me and my I do not. <laughs> no, I, I I realized you guys were talking about that before. I don't let anybody in. I actually decline people to don't answer the questions after twenty four hours. Yeah, I see. I wait for twenty four hours. Mike was just like, "But I'll see it at first that I give him the boot," and I was like, "Well, wait. Like, <laughs> let's, at let's least wait. This, your fucking ass is gone." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you gotta ask. You got you gotta answer those questions. They're there for it's just three questions. Super easy. You know, we're not judgy or anything. I am. So, <laughs> we have, yeah, Mike is. You know, he's he's the boomer of us. Uh, <laughs> So we got some uh we got some artwork this week from Lord Peter. And this week it's uh it's bricks, it's old Creus, old clutch. So continuing on with the night aesthetic. I actually really like this one. I really like the purple wings here. Or like the kind of pinkish the fade, you know what I'm talking about. It took me a long time to figure out what's this beast mode again? Is he a pelican? Looks like a bat. Of that big no, it's a bat. Oh, it's a bat. Oh, you see the the, the bat yeah, head down here the on the feet? Scream thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is which is also hilarious. He made actually made something we make fun of Chris for look cool. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. The bio, the bio, I thought was funny. How it's just completely not Chris. <laughs> like talks about honor and vigilance. And I was like, no, nah, that ain't that ain't bricks. That ain't our boy. That ain't our boy, Bricks. But uh, it works, you know. Uh, shout out to the uh, to the founder. Uh, never forget. He's always he's always getting a shirt whenever I make shirts, which I didn't do last year. But maybe I'll do this. Even if he year. tells you not not to send him one. Yeah, he, oh, he'll he'll never turn down a free shirt. Like it's just he's gonna get to a point where he doesn't have to buy shirts anymore because uh, he's just gonna keep getting free shirts. True. So, I'll be a. Uh, of uh, War Minister's Brick Shop's uh, CEO um, periodically. So pretty cool there. I do like this. Um, I love the, the tech spec deal he's doing. And there's kind of a group shot. Everyone that's been involved and then a small version. I think this is still like 2D art. I don't think he's given it the kind of like uh, CG almost render that the rest have. Who I think is that's that? still just traditional flat, uh, flat colors. That would be... I think that's... Hang on. Which one is Kabar? Has Kabar already been done? Because if not, then that's that's probably Kabar. Rodri's the I'm one with the six-pack that you can spot from a mile away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, you can... You can uh, like, on this image alone, you could shave your face with that. <laughs> You know what's Cut funny? I love how is. Brett chose an alligator because alligators are old as time. <laughs> <laughs> I think. And shout out to Brett. He's he's at a banquet right now, man. And like he was like, I don't want to go. I was like, dude, why don't you want to go? It's free food. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to go. I'd love to be at the banquet. So Sportimus is the the spotted cheetah. Is that it? Uh, yeah, it's like a leopard. Garden. Dalton's the furry, the little the, That's... the robot on all fours. <laughs> right down here. Uh, hey, Mike, Mike's little penguin Mike. missing some toes. Isn't Kabar the penguin? Oh, Mike's the penguin. No, you're yeah, the, Mike's the penguin. You're the fat I'm goat. The, I'm, I'm the, the chubby shark. Yep. That's Candace. Candace is the, the, uh, the really, elephant. really tall elephant. Very I know, tall. I'm like the shortest one on the podcast, but <laughs> <the tallest laughs> one there. Woo! 
Yeah. Juno is the bear. So I think that is Cabal. Is that I think this okay, is Cabal. So yeah. Bar's the owl. Yeah. Tom I was, it's, it's tough for me to remember Tom everyone's owl. Oh, Tom the Bomb is the owl. Tom the Bomb is the owl. Then then the this is Kabar. Okay. It's it's Fortimus was that removed. That's, that's Ooh, not a jaguar. Yeah, yeah, he used removed. Easy. That was an executive decision. Uh, Take court. Really? <laughs> well, we needed room. Cybercast and... <laughs> was a trash, am I right? Oh, easy. Poor I'm still Peter. part of that, you know. <laughs> that's still you're, that's still a personal attack on my branding. <laughs> Go birds. I co-founded that show. I co-founded that. <laughs> Go eat your curds. <laughs> yeah, you fucking moose lover. So, Don't anyways, group shot updated. He's a. Uh, oh my god. So, <laughs> so you're just gonna lay me? That's it. That's because that's what that is. You can't see me, eh? Oh my god! No, it's a play on John Cena. What are you talking about? I know, I know, I know. Uh, you said the moose knuckle shove. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Moving right along into some news. Originally, we were going to have news. Um, what news? I had a, I had a womp womp. Well, the news we bring you every week is the Stasis Lock Ultra Gear Photo Op. Bring your masterpiece cheat order to Peace Robocon June 5th or 6th, 2020 in Louisville, Kentucky for an epic galloping gyroscopic gathering of the most open cheat orders in one location. Don't forget, bring your shit. Uh, this week is... Um, oh, you added it. A, also, also, Spotted Pussy. This week, uh, we got something from Generation Toy after two years. Settle down. Um, what do you mean, settle down? It's been two years. No, 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 no. You said spotted pussy. And someone went, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I said, settle down. Oh, okay. I was like, like what am I settling down? <laughs> yeah, remember when we saw this uh, this render two years ago? And then we saw like a not even close to a finished test shot like six months ago. I don't know if it was six months ago, uh, but it looks like we're finally seeing some fully painted final color samples. This is a. Uh, I joked around. I think I even put it in the show notes. This is Generation Toy uh, Taurine. And I don't know if you guys know what Taurine is. But uh, it's found in Red Bull and various other energy drinks. Uh, and it's also found in Bullcom. So Generation Toy really should name this thing Taurine. Taurine, Taurine, whatever it's called. How See, I think it? they knew that. And they were like, that's a bad idea. No, that's a great idea. If they do it, I'll buy it. Like, that like, will be. I don't care about this design at all. Granted, it looks better than the renders that we saw initially, in my opinion. This isn't Toy World we're talking about. If they name this thing after Bullcom, I'm about <laughs> it. I'm 100%. Oh <laughs> Golly. Oh so I will say it does. It does in uh, the initial. What they rent. should have done is called it Pred Bull. Pred Bull. <laughs> just called it. That's what <laughs> Yeah. What's Hasbro going to do? Other than you know, shut their towel bow down. What's Hasbro going to do? Suck it. All right. <laughs> hey, you better watch it, Mike. Hasbro about to come after you next and shut down your pulse account. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's okay. This shit ain't free no more. Fuck them, dude. Well, uh, isn't it? Is it like I'm surprised? Uh, I know. I think it. I think it resets in February. Like I feel they're going to do. Like they've got to do the same thing. Pulse is going to have to do the same thing where they they put some they put a surprise exclusive up in February. Uh, didn't they? Didn't, wasn't the Megatron? Wasn't that at uh, Toy Fair? They were like, you can go get yep. this G two Combat Hero Megatron, and you get the the free year of Pulse or whatever. Because nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to pay fifty dollars just to get free shipping and still get shit at the same time or slightly later than some well, other spots. No one now looked at their shipping charges. They're more expensive than the club was. Oh yeah, I know that. That's another thing because they ship FedEx. Where like the club would ship the the post office, or you can you know they they had, they had options at the very least. But uh, but yeah, dude, the pulse pulse shipping is outrageous. But like I said, I think at Toy Fair they're gonna be like, you can go order this now, and you'll get a gear. I mean, like, because that's that's essentially what the club did. The club would sell you something that cost them, or that they would sell normally for thirty, and they would. Tack on whatever another twenty or thirty dollars to cover magazine, and then you'd get botcon discounts and all that shit. But um, yeah, I think I think that's what like that's that's the thing, man. Like if if Pulse doesn't do that shit, I'm like, well, whatever, man. I already paid for my Unicron, so (laughs) I mean, it's gonna come for free. I do, however, I want to know some stuff coming in February that. If I don't get the free shipping on those pre-orders, if they if they're like, oh fuck you, we're gonna charge you shipping, um, then I'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll pay that fifty dollars. Like they'll they'll scare me into it. So I'm I'm kind of interested as to why they decided to go with sideswipe for the bull uh, alt mode, seeing as sideswipe is usually a fast character. He's a Lambo or a Ferrari or some shit. He's a Lambo, and, and uh, I, I really, I really want to answer your question before you ask up. more questions. But I'll, I'll let you finish. He's also got the horns on the head, like Cliff Jumper. I feel like Cliff Jumper would have made more sense because in Do Prime, you know, he also had the bull horns on the hood. Yep. Do you know? Do you know why uh, Sideswipe, who was a Lamborghini, uh, has a bull alt mode? No, because the Lamborghini logo is a bull. Oh. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. That's why I want it, you know, but you know, it's okay. Yeah. I do (laughs) like the bull horns though, but like even Sideswipe's robot mode had some little, some little horns. They weren't this sharp and they weren't quite bull horns. They were sort of same shaped, just kind of square. So it fits, but he cleans up nice. Again, like the chest looks to be a lot more compressed than those original renders. And I like that. I like I like the way it looked. Like I don't know what it was about those renders, man. They just didn't they didn't set well with me at first. So if they name it Taurine, I'm gonna get it. Give me my give me my bull spunk. So, anyways, that was gonna be the uh, I think it, the picture for the news. I think it looks good. Honestly, I don't I don't I don't ever imagine <laughs> myself being in on it. Um, I have no tie to any G1 characters, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, like it does. It looks, it, it's a shame cause it does look good. It's just like, I don't see the necessity for it. I mean, not only that, but like it's, they're two separated, like between their generation to between their gorilla and then this, and then like DX nine's ancestral, the, the hot rod, like, which apparently was trash. 
And then there was another company that was making the the big seagull Starscream bird thing. Uh, and like, I don't think I've seen anything come about that. Like they had a big prototype of it and everything. Yeah. Um, but like, I think, honestly, I think Dinobot would have sold better if they did the TB's version of Dinobot. I think that would have sold better than this. I don't think this is going to sell well at all because I don't think there's a market for it. I think it'll sell just because Sideswipe was made a popular character by the movies. Um, so I like that. I do. I think they're just kind of hoping the name association and uh, with with the character like that he'll that he'll he'll sell. But Maybe. I think the TB designs are probably better suited for the legend scale because didn't tra- like transform elements put in their uh, hat in the ring for some TB stuff too with the uh, with the bumblebee the TB's bumblebee design and I don't I think. I think that one was a uh, small scale, but I, I don't know. I don't think we got See, any clear like, answer. I don't, I don't know if I want that either. Like that, it just doesn't make sense. Do Beast Wars characters? You already you started off like you started off with Leonidas from Perfect Effect and Primal from Generation Toy. Why not do other Beast Wars characters? Because that makes sense. Because they were all beasts. Because I think Bumblebee, regardless of how sick and tired we are of him as a character, is still a good seller. So if anyone sees that Bumblebee head and and like Bumblebee is still the most popular character ever, uh, and I, I unfortunately don't see that going away. So it it was a safe move for him. Where Black Arachnia and Rat Trap, I feel were risky. Um, you know, it, it's always good to like like so their prime was a safe move. It's an Optimus Prime. So I feel like Black Arachnia was to capitalize on the MP coming out. Because there was hype there, you may be. And I'm right. curious how well it did. And I think Rat Trap will just because Rat Trap's a fan favorite from the Beast Wars show. That's a no brainer. Yeah, you're more likely to move more Rat Traps than you are to move a Scorponok. I would agree with that too. But again, I want to like I really want to know how well received all of those characters were in the Chinese dub. Uh, like in the Japanese dub, they all had like goofy quirks and, and things like that. Um, little vocal tics, uh, like they, they, they definitely made them different characters for sure. Um, but I wonder how things went in the Chinese dub where they had, uh, compelling names such as dinosaur and captain orangutan and like whatever. The Chinese names are crazy. Go look that shit up. If you haven't, like it's worth, it's definitely worth looking up, like looking up the Chinese beast wars names. It's very, very KO-ish, I feel. <clears throat> so, that's it for our news. Been a, uh, been a slow week. Uh, okay. TM2 Dinobot, I think, said it pretty well here. Doesn't matter what you want. You're an American, even though Tyler's Canadian. I'm actually Canadian. Uh, there's 350 America. million of us. And 1.8 billion uh, Chinese. They are the main market. Chinese are designing the Chinese market in mind. That's fair. Um, For sure. I, I would absolutely uh, get behind that logic as well. That so. was uh, that was a very actually moment of you. <laughs> uh, what's Peter saying? Dong Hong the Dragon to? Is that, is that oh, no, Megatron's bro. name? Yeah, oh. no, it was Dong Long. Remember. 
they were talking about Tiger Hawk. I was actually just watching <laughs> that. The name that they put down for Megatron was Dahong Long. Oh my god! It was amazing. Yeah, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. So, yeah. all right, we have a topic and a viewer question. We'll uh. We'll tackle the topic and first. He's going to be jumping in here shortly. He may be backstage already. Uh, let's see. Is he is? He's <laughs> probably been screaming. Uh, dude, back if, there. If, if someone would have just like let me know, I would have uh, I would have let him know. in. He could talk to him. He could talk about some news. In the private chat, we didn't know. Jeez. Yeah, J- Jed, how come you didn't reach out to the private chat? Greetings and salutations. <laughs> All right. Nice. Gonna... That's not Jed. So. Uh... <laughs> 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 nice. What's up, man? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. For all our viewers you out there, evening? if you're not familiar with Jed, he is one-third of the Blackout and Shout podcast. Uh, he's not the most popular one, that being Mike Kincaid. We all know that. He's he not quite a daywalker. <laughs> I am the Senate. Jed <laughs> 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 is of Mike Kincaid's crew. Oh, my God. I'm more like 15th, 16th of the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, that's also Mike's all the personality. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, you're good. How's the volume? Okay. All right. Last time I was on the show, it sounded like a cricket. So that was Google Hangouts. So you know, fuck them Google Hangouts. Streamyard is significantly better. It is a little bit better. Hmm. So, so the so. reason we invited Jed on over to the Stasis Lock is because on episode 86, Beryllium Baloney of Blackout and Shout. He said his idea to reincorporate Beast Wars into the is it mass market or mass media would be to kind of fuse G1 and Beast Wars together in this sort of like harmonious tale of everyone getting along. Hey, but Jed, be- but I have a, I have a just a real quick just uh, but Jed, what about this? Scale. <laughs> <laughs> the Beast Wars characters are going to be too small. Dude, it could literally have Scale Doesn't Matter in the opening theme song and people would bitch. The name of the show could just be Scale Doesn't Matter. Scale Doesn't Matter. Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Scale Doesn't Matter. <laughs> But no, it, well, you're kind of half right, Tyler. Right? So it's it was the um, the question was was from Dakota. He said, "How would you want to incorporate like crossovers with Transformers besides like you know other '80s properties?" Hang whatever, on a second. Right? Hang on a second, Mike. Are you in the tumble dry right now? What? <laughs> what? It was it was a joke. It sounded like you were tumbling around in the dryer. Never. Mind. I'm muted. It ain't me. <laughs> Sorry, that was my cat. Did you throw it against the wall? That was some loud thumping, man. He's, he's disabled, so he thumps around a lot. He can't walk right. Wow, Tyler, I bet you feel like a fucking Damn. piece of shit right yeah. now, don't you? You don't make wow. fun of my cat. He's got issues. He can't help it. Is he oh, Tyler, Tyler's typing up a three-page uh, three apology right now. 
right. That's the first and only pussy I would be hashtag me too'd by. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> wow. What show uh, am I we're on? not monetized. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, we're not making money on this anymore. So yeah. If anybody Any... wants their 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 five their five cent cut from the primal Sabbath years, you just let me know. <laughs> You gotta pay for the you gotta pay for the postage though. <laughs> Anyways, going back to what you were saying, Jed. So what I was saying is that Dakota asked a question about crossing over Transformers, you know, franchise with other franchises and how they've done like Ghostbusters and you know a bunch of other garbage and now how they're going to be doing uh, the Terminator in comics well, and, and stuff. And there was a rumor for Back to the was, Future. What franchise? Was, what it's worth? Back to yeah. The and they did Star Trek, which was horrible, and like all the other stuff that's just been ridiculous. So, um, I, I said that probably the best thing to cross over with would be the Beast Wars, you know, because they're both basically in the G1, you know, kind of, you know, uh, continuity, I guess you want to call it or whatever. Um, what but it was. it was always like in the Beast Wars episodes, they were, you know, turned off, you know, most of the time. It didn't really kind of have like a lot of interaction with one cast with the other cast. And they've done that in the IDW books as Dakota well knows. And I think they, they've done it well. Um, but very spare is not really an issue. Uh, like that's something, that's something like right. I, I would talk like it's, it, it was like just enough for a tease, you know? Mm-hmm. And in the, the latest uh, cartoon, what is that? Uh, cyber. That's, that's not right. Transformers. Cyberverse. Cyberverse. That's it. They, you know, they included Cheetor, and then that—that's. So I, you know, if you, you get rid of the scales all wrong, you know, it's in, eliminate all that. <laughs> then um, I think you could probably have a good story where you'd have like Rhinox interacting with, say, Ironhide, or you could have Rattrap, you know, tell him Bumblebee to go fuck off or some shit like that. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of really good story points that you could you kind of. And the other point was to get it all off of Earth. Just go get away from Earth. Get away from humans. Just have them, you know, be on their own, doing whatever they're doing. I wouldn't necessarily be mad. Um, like maybe not necessarily like with like you, you, you know, you're talking like Maximals and Autobots working against like Predacons and Decepticons. Um, right. I would like the the story I've always wanted is with more than just two factions. You know, so so we we could get a third and potential fourth faction out of uh, Maximals Predacons, and and there's just a four way mm-hmm. split. Like it's it's a more complicated thing, but I think it would make a compelling story if done correctly, uh, because you have two characters that are sh- like two or two groups rather that are striving to be the alpha, you know, terror entity. And then you have two other subgroups that are thinking, okay, I'm doing the most right thing. Uh, and, and maybe mm-hmm. it's not so black and white. I just think that would be a better told story. Are you thinking where it would be like the Maximals, Decepticons, Predacons, and Autobots like all kind of team up against this third more evil faction? Maybe, no, or? like honestly, honestly, no. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like, <laughs> I would say that the, like the four factions there would just be trying to outdo each other uh, in, in whatever regard. Uh, 
you know, and, and I would, I would remember- think that some 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 team ups that would be unlikely, like say Maximals and Decepticons have to team up because the Autobots got got a leg up on the Maximals, and they obviously remember- wouldn't team with the Predacons. Do you remember the old Secret Wars comic? Uh, pfft, no, it's it's been years since I since so, I read it. Years. So you had you had the good guys, and mm-hmm. then you had the bad guys, right? And all the good guys right. were like all the Avengers and Spider Man and Hulk and everybody, and then you had all the bad guys like Doctor Doom and you know everybody over there. But then you had the X Men, and they were like this third faction that even though they were good guys the good guys like the Avengers and stuff didn't trust them because they were mutants. And there was like this whole racial thing where they, they didn't trust them just because of that. So they kind of split off into their own third faction during this whole secret wars. So I could kind of see something possibly like that. Or- That's kind of where I'm leaning. Like I would, I would prefer it to be something like, uh, like the Maximals and Predacons kind of squash their beef and kind of join forces against the Autobots and Predacons because, like, something like a like the the Beast form is the most purest form of Transformer or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, give it some kind That's- of like, zealot appeal and um, almost like a like a cult of Beast formers and the Autobots. That's very Hitler-ish. That's so I was gonna say like that's that, very like- that's very Unicron miniseries ish because that's essentially what happened. Like Onyx Prime led all the beasts against. All of the colonies, all the beast formers were were mm-hmm. united against Cybertron and Earth, Autobot, Decepticon. It didn't matter. Uh, they like they they were all kind of united there. And while maybe it wasn't the best executed miniseries, it was certainly good, but it wasn't great. Um, like I would want, like I don't want, I wouldn't want it to stop at those four. Like I would want to see the Minicons. I would want to see the Blintrons. Like there's so many groups and sub factions of transformers lore that can be pulled from like i'm just i'm done with all this two-dimensional two-sided bullshit you know like i think like it's got to be I, th- I think they should do something where it's all or nothing and, and maybe not necessarily just three sides to this conflict well i think i think three sides to the conflict is a good place to start because it has that like unexpected surprise element when two sides are facing off the third one could arrive at any moment and change the absolute overall dynamic of the battle. You know what I'm saying? And there could be now there's now there's three players in motion instead of just one and two playing chess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I also think I also think adding beasts as like their own separate subgenre could also create or not subgenre, subfaction could also create um create different sub-factions. Like, the only thing, the only time we've ever really seen it in, like, TV is uh, Transformers Prime with the Predacons, with Predaking, and then his two, two or three, two, in the movie, Predacons Rising, yeah. where they were going kind of like separate sub-faction doing their own thing. And I really like that idea, but imagine that blown up to the scale of, like, a regular Transformers show. I would also say, to a degree, we saw it in Transformers Cybertron. Like, to a degree, everything was kind of mostly split off into uh, planets, you know, uh, whatever. But, uh, but yeah. What were you going to say, Jed? One thing is, like, you know, dynamics working against each other. So you could have, like, Maximals possibly having, like, a hero worship, you know, with, like, the Autobots, where it's just, like, <laughs> Mike Rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> Where um, 
uh, yeah, you could have like, you know, say, uh, I don't know, like maybe Cheetor or something like he's just like, he looks up to the big bot, but he like looks up even more to this legendary characters that all he's has heard of like in myth or legend of some sort. And then um, the internal dynamics between, you know, the Predacons and um, the Decepticons is where they just blatantly just outright don't trust each other. And it's it's just one treachery after another of them against each other. Um, but then that could also work against, e- against each other where, like, say, for example, you have this whole, you know, maximal group. And then you have, say, Autobots who are, you know, an- like animal type of, you know, alternate things that lean more toward like, you know, animalistic type of personality may want to defect and join them instead. You have Dinobots, you have, um, well, just think of the episode, like call the primitives from the G1 cartoon. Dakota, you're muted or your mic's not working. You're talking, but nothing. I was going to say, just think, just like you, you, like you mentioned that I was like the Dinobots, like at that point it would be an unfair fight. Like if, if the Dinobots decided they wanted to side with, uh, the maximals in any kind of a power struggle, like that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's, there's, I don't feel like there's nothing. Any of the rest of the, the, you know, let's just say for the sake of argument, eighty-four to eighty-six Autobot cast. Like I don't think there's anything that group collectively could do. Um, or and, so if you think like situation. maybe some of them do and some of them don't. You know, maybe like the smart yeah. one go and the dumber ones stay, and or even with Decepticons, maybe like say Ravage, Laserbeak, and maybe even the Predacons on you know from G one decide they want to, you know, be part of that. So yeah, th- I mean, there's a lot that can happen between the dynamics of those teams. So and then something, um, something else, and I sorry, go ahead, Jed. I was gonna say the last thing is like you have Insecticons, who are insects, which could be more of a third faction you might be thinking about that don't want to have to do with anything to do with any of the groups. And that could be like a third faction. That's so you could have, um, uh, like we'll think of, let's, let's think of all the insects that are, you know, part of maximals and predacons, right? All, well, I don't think there were any insects in maximals, right? No, no. Uh, Other than, other than Japan, Japan had, was the only one that had, Insects that were maximals. So a lot of those, let me be a lot of those would, uh, members would leave the Predacon team to be with Insecticons, and they'd have that whole group. So Tyler, yeah. Tyler has uh, has kind of worked on a on a bit of a fan theory of like having different like body based uh, animals, like like a team of water based characters, you know, kind of be their own little unit, and land based and air based things like that, which. I wouldn't hate seeing either, but I really wouldn't want to convolute too much. Yeah. So, okay. So so my idea, my idea around this, have you guys read Transformers Exodus or Exiles? Those two books by, what's his name? Uh, I didn't read them, but they were the, they were the Transformers Prime tie-in novels. I know what they are. I just haven't read them. They're official history War for Cybertron novels. Yeah. Yeah. Have you read them, Jed? No. Okay, nope. so in in the in the books, um, in the comics, uh, in the in the actual novels, <laughs> the, uh, when, when they leave, <laughs> when that's they a, leave, that's an old throwback. That's a that's yeah. a, that's a full of throwbacks tonight. <laughs> yeah, in the books, when they leave Cybertron, they're journeying through space to find. I think it's to find the, the Matrix or find the AllSpark or whatever because it's ejected from Cybertron, um, and. 
on their journey to Earth to find the Allspark, or just their journey to find the Allspark, they stop on this planet called Velocitron, which I'm sure you're all aware of. But in the in the book, Velocitron is like its own, like just its own sub-faction in itself. The Velocitronians, instead of Autobots or Decepticons, they're just Velocitronians, and they, ha they don't take either side. And then when the Autobots get there, and then the, the Decepticons get there, they kind of like break up into each side. And, you know, then the war keeps going and whatever. But what I'd like to see is, say, the Autobots and the Decepticons crash land on a planet somewhat like Earth, but, like, more alien in design. Like, I'm thinking, like, one of the Forerunner rings in Halo. Trans you, know the, you know the wildlife um, in the new Halo Infinite trailer? How it's, like, it's reminiscent of Earth animals, but it's it's alien and, and, and very kind of far out there, Dakota? Yeah. I would like to see like they crash land on a planet like that and they get there and it's just a colony of Cybertronians that colonize this planet and they don't want any part of either the war or vehicle based transformers. And it's kind of like a very Tigatron esque uh, feel to the entire planet where they value the wildlife and the, the harmony of their planet um, over the autonomous robotic parts of themselves so it's very like they show like the autobots and decepticons show up and this planet wants nothing of either so it's the autobots and decepticons trying to survive and war with each other on a planet that doesn't even want them there you would think so a bunch that, of hippies is what you're saying <laughs> i mean you say a bunch hippies, of heavily I heavily say, armed hippies heavily yeah, armed hippies yeah definitely <laughs> i was gonna say like you would think like the conversation that we're all having here right now would be like even somewhat of an inkling of the conversations that IDW and Hasbro should be having with the bland new era of Transformers books, but it's not like, it's just two dimensional <laughs> bullshit. That's all it is. Like Corey got the, Corey got the hardcover of uh, like the first 12 issues. And I was like, Oh, sorry. You had to pay for that. I'm sorry. I had to pay for that. Um, and, but, but like, that's what it is. Like, it's just, it's, it's so two dimensional. Like we came, we came off of something that was very, very much hinting at what you were just talking about, Tyler. Like that's kind of how they incorporated some of the colonies. These colonies had been forever, had been so far removed from uh, Cybertron that they were all very iffy at first when joining the Council of Worlds and and all that other stuff. They all kind of had their own like little little factions and forms of leadership and what have you. Um, and like that's like that's that's what I want. That's what I want to see. I want to see some more of that. Like maybe not as much quote unquote politicking, and throw in a little more action than some of those books got. But definitely not what we have now. What we have now is just not good. And yeah. they had an opportunity with Candace, the what do you fresh. Think? You've been reboot. really quiet this whole time. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little tired. <laughs> Um, I think that would be a pretty like, great idea. And yeah, I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm digging that idea Tyler threw out there. I think that's pretty sweet. It's a little different than what we've had, so I like it. See, yeah. I have good ideas. You have Once in a okay while. ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. You have good uh, ideas, Tyler. I shall name you. Trouser snake. Trouser snake. Oh, Mike's back. 
Mike, if you're talking, it's very far away. I guess I just don't understand the fact that you're sitting here saying that, you know, you're saying that this is me on the internet saying all these bad things about you and it wasn't me. I mean, obviously there's someone out there impersonating me and pretending to be me and making things up and y'all get fake. Are we? You know, on sinker. Are we having the same conversation? No, he's, he's on the phone with Entertainment Earth. I'll just... <laughs> I'll just do that. I'll just do that. <laughs> I was like, is he talking to me or Tyler? The got caught handed lying. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. <laughs> we, uh, we don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not sure. Listen, I ordered a deluxe Robo doll, and you guys sent me the non-deluxe, and I can't believe that I have to pay twice for this shipping. <laughs> no, dude, no, it's 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 way more than that, Jed. We'll we'll uh, we'll shelve it. We'll shelve it. Uh, you know, for 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 a later mm. time. Uh, just tune in. Tune into Angry Mike's next Angry Rant. Um, like, dude, as soon as he started talking, I was like, he's someone who's impersonating me on the internet. I was like, oh shit, I know what this is about. Uh. <laughs> So kind of like kind of back to the topic if if we even can um yeah man like they had this they had this opportunity with this new uh this this new reboot to really incorporate uh all the all the factions up front at first if they want to um Man, y'all were getting the scoop, and you had to cut me out. Oh, we we were totally getting the scoop. I was like, I was like, oh shit! Like, I, I didn't you know were, you were you were you were You're talking t- that shit like it wasn't even me. Someone was impersonating me, and I was like, oh my god, Mike, you played yourself. Like we're live on air. <laughs> oh, oh, she was like, we 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 did our our due diligence and investigation and due diligence. Yeah, that's the word. And did diligence. Digitsy? <laughs> Digitsy? And she's like, we, we, linked, we linked you as the angry Mike by your email. And your name is Mike. Is that a coincidence? <laughs> well, I told her. I said it wasn't me. She goes, you can't. And she kept interrupting me. I said, would you please shut up for a minute and let me finish talking before you interrupt me? Then she's <gasps> like, this, is just wasn't our, this just wasn't our decision. This was the executive's. What's their name? Well, you can send an email to Entertainment Earth at sales, yada, yada, yada. I said, what's your name? Bianca Helgard. Bianca Helgard, you can go suck a long one far as I'm concerned. Jesus Christ. Put the poor lady on blast for just doing her job. Yeah, well, you know what? She can do another job as far as I'm concerned. I love how Dalton and Kabar, Dalton and Kabar, Dalton, Kabar, Chris, everyone knows, like, I'm not really editing that shit out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fuck. Yep. Man, are you the guy that gets mad at telemarketers when they call you? Like, man, you better you fucking believe it. Oh my god, I will let them sit there and talk and talk and talk, and then I'll be like, uh, "Thank you for wasting your time. Have a good day." Or, he'll uh, he'll do that. He'll do that with his friends on the phone too. Just that? let them sit there and talk and talk and talk. Especially Dalton. And then does Dalton ever call you? When he wants something, he's in the chat right now. Oh, he's never he's never called me. He'd be like, "Fuck you, Mike." He always like he always texts me. 
Or Mike, messaging. we've been trying to reach you about your extended warranty. Man, I hate those. About- oh my god. <laughs> man, even my even my work phone, man. I've been getting all those. We like to help you out with your student loans, and we want to. Oh, yes. <laughs> Come on, people. I'm 41 years old. If you ain't get the money yet, you're never going to get it. My thing is like, like whenever I get the student loan debt call, I'm like, jokes on you. I'm never paying back my high school lunch debt. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I asked for an extra roll every single day. Did you get it? Fuck yeah, I got it. Or they gonna, they're gonna tell the, they, they were going to tell the, the husky kid no. I'll reach across that sneeze guard real fast. Those library books from 1996 roll. are all yours, <laughs> dude. I never, I never went to the library. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really actively want to start reading until I was like a legal adult. <laughs> Prior to that, I was just like, man, words are dumb. Can I get this on audiobook? <laughs> I'm still like that. So, so Tyler had a, an idea. Tyler, you want to share your idea about maybe some type of story collaboration? Oh, oh yeah. Um, no, I don't actually. Not until <laughs> no, because I want to. I want to get it all together first. The, the blackout and shout space slot fanfic comic finally gets off the ground. That's it. You got it. We've been yeah. We've been Jed's been working on a motion comic for what seems like five years, and it's finally going to be finished soon. It's been one. One year and three months. That's why I said what seems like <laughs> one. Five has it, has it only like I feel like it's been long. I, honestly, if if you would have told me to take a stab in the dark from whenever I got the first like inklings of recordings from Tyler, I would have thought it was like two to two and a half years ago. No, it hasn't been that long. Nope. Yeah. Well, that's, no, that's the, I look, I don't it's maybe a year and a half. Maybe I'm being I don't I don't like talking about there. I don't like talking about stuff that I want to do because Usually, usually the pattern is I'll talk about it, I'll get excited about it, and then I won't do anything with it, and it just kind of goes to waste. So I didn't want to talk about it <laughs> until most of it was already done. But Dakota, he means we just shoot it down, and then he gets discouraged. <laughs> pretty well. <laughs> pretty well. <laughs> Guys, I got this great idea. Let me do this all by myself, and I can do it. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to do it. Uh, that's, that's that sounds like complete. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a group chat throwback right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Just yeah. will you just trust me with this? We just trust me. Just trust me. I know because you right, guys were fine. talking. Listen, listen, listen. With that conversation though, you guys were talking about making money and 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 executive pennies and and how much how much turnover we're gonna get. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We're gonna make eleven cents on the hour. Like, shut the fuck up. Just trust me with this. I can make this happen. You're like, not unless it makes exactly $39 per year. Motherfucker, stop. I don't think any monetary any monetary amount ever came up in that conversation. Yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't. It was like we were, we, were just talking, we were just talking like talking views and, and view consistency. That was it. Actually. Actually. <laughs> see, see the numbers that we was bringing up. It wasn't. It wasn't dollar numbers. It was. It was more. It was more like like the, like the people that when they watch and see when sometimes sometimes you got You got to be a little consistent if you if you if you want if you want more watchers. That's what we were talking about. He sucked back <laughs> in the spit from his cheeks. You hear that? Yeah, I had uh, I had one in reserve, but um. Anyway, in short, no, I don't want to talk about it. 
Okay, well, that's fair. <laughs> no, you don't want to get ruined. Nobody, yeah. nobody gets any more tea this episode, I guess. No. Um, <laughs> did anyone else have anything they wanted to add about, uh, you know, kind of like incorporating, uh, reincorporating Beast Wars back into uh, the proper fold that Jed had brought up? Because I want to ask Jed <laughs> about his actual viewer question. So, since you're here to talk, you know. Oh right, <clears throat> I was just gonna ask if you guys talked about it yet or not. No, we haven't. <clears throat> Mike, what's how do you want to see it happen? Give a shit or... <laughs> He's still on the phone. <laughs> no, no, no. What was the question? Uh, what are you guys remember. talking about? Well, I mean, I had to reboot. I said, I yeah, he had to re- he had to reboot. He, he didn't catch any of that. Um, yeah, you it's... have to tune into the show to find out. <laughs> yeah, Mike, uh, just listen listen to it and uh, leave it in the comment for us. What you would uh, what you'd want? How you want? Hopefully, you get to see the Don't comment. Uh, yeah. Well, like uh, this, this, like I said, this one is enough. You know, they turned my comments back on. By the way, Mike. Oh, did um, they? Yeah. That's so, good. I man, I put out all the, <laughs> all the shitting for kids. Or yeah, this really. Is. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Jed had a question. You, you said I might have answered it, and I don't think we have. Uh, do any of you read the Transformers Legends web comic? Is it worth the time? Now I have a pretty good an- a feeling I know what the answer is from everyone, but uh, Candace, have you have you checked out the Transformers Legends uh, web comic? Some of the not I have pack not. in stuff with the Legends toy line. Any of that? Nope. Okay, Mike. What about you? Do you know there was one? All right, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, have you have you checked out any of the Transformers Legends stuff? Uh, the web comics that uh, Takara has. Uh, Takara has put out, and they they pack it in with the the Japanese the Transformers Legends line. No, little three, you know, sometimes two to four page long stories. No. Uh, okay, uh, Jed, it's really funny. Uh, like we talked about it earlier when you asked me that, because uh, mm-hmm. I'd just been looking into since since it's over, and they seem to kind of be going on with whatever the Generation Selects thing is going to be through Takara. Uh, they've, they've pretty much like put a nice little, uh, bow and, and tie on the legends world. And it's a story that ran for like five years and it started out as crazy little, uh, black and white, super cartoony, uh, things. And it was like very kind of fourth wall breaking, uh, like stuff. I've only, I've only read like brief kind of synopsises about what it was just as in, in its entirety. Right. Um, and I was really interested to check it out because, like, now that it's done, I'm like, well, I want to see if I can get some scans for this. And then um, I wanted to reach out to Karyuto fan subs and ask, like, I know he, I know they're working on something right now. I'm not going to say what. I don't, I don't know if they've announced that yet. So I don't want to, I don't want to speak uh, too far ahead. But I know he had kind of expressed some interest in, like, wanting to, like, when there's no more series to do or even between series, if there's anything left after what they're doing now, uh, if they want to, uh, like go into some of the, some of the manga, some of the Japanese fiction, which a lot of that older stuff, there's, there's some pretty good scans for, and they have access to the scans for they, I think they included in the beast wars releases and beast Wars second beast wars, Neo, uh, they included scans to the full mangas for both uh, series. And IDW is putting out, uh, I believe it's IDW. Uh, they're putting out a translated uh, G1 manga. 
I don't know if it's just volume one or, or what it is, but like there seems to be like a move towards that. At least th- they'll probably stop after the G like we probably won't get any of the cool Japanese G1 stuff, unfortunately, like from headmasters through battle stars. They like, it'd be sweet if we got it, but I doubt it. Um, but he had kind of expressed a little bit of interest in, in maybe going that route. And I thought legends would probably be a great place to start since it's still kind of new and fresh. Um, despite really wanting beast wars to be done first, obviously, but uh, I really like this concept of legends. So legends is basically, uh, it's the beast wars characters and they live this kind of real life office style life. And they all have different uh, characterizations of some of the more common uh, fandom characterizations. Like rat trap is the fan that likes all of it. He just loves transformers obsessed with transformers. Um, then I think like Optimus Primal just thinks that like toys are silly, like they're they're for children, uh, and like Silverbolt uh, like loves the live action movies. Um, then like another character, I think I can't remember which one. It may be maybe Optimus Primal, but I can't remember which other character uh, is like thinks that everything everything that happened after uh, their precious generation one is just trash. Like it it takes all the fandom kind of personalities and then makes a makes a little story with it uh and then it like it evolves into something more and and there's more like less silly and it gets a little more serious there at the end uh but it's something that uh that i've i've definitely been wanting to see so i was tracking down to see if there were scans for everything and i believe there are and i believe i was able to find them on an all spark post uh few of the scans are a little shoddy but it'll make do i think so and sh- I guess the short answer, I have not, but it looks interesting enough uh, with all the pack-in stuff that comes with the toys. Uh, that's where that's where things look really awesome, uh, in my opinion. So, but Jed, what what, what was your what was your like reasoning I, for? It? Um, I was looking up some type of uh, I forget what it was, some type of continuity thing in there. I was seeing how they they were referencing that. Transformers Legends webcomic, and I'm like, what is this? And I looked into it more, and then I saw they actually have like, um, uh, was it uh, RID? I think actually factors into some of it, some stories there, and there's a bunch of other type of crossovers that work with it. But I was actually surprised that you know majority of it was like Beast Wars characters that were kind of just like you know like a real world type of situation where everything that we've watched were like cartoons and stuff was like the same to them as it was to us and like rat trap worked for ravage. And, you know, like you see, you're saying about people like Rhinox is the one that only liked G one. And okay, um, yeah. it was, but it was, it was interesting. And of course it's all in Japanese. So I was kind of curious if there was like, um, if it was good enough stories to invest into, or if to put the time into finding the translations or anything like that. And I think thought since this is a beast wars podcast that maybe you guys have had any type of, um, you know, familiarity with it. So, See, I, I, and honestly, I didn't learn anything. Like, I didn't know that the the kind of quote unquote real world Beast Wars characters. Uh, I didn't know that they were kind of the focal point until like a few days ago. Whenever I kind of started looking into it, and like I think I stumbled across it because I was I was looking into uh, Great Shot because I'm, I'm, I don't want to pick up the exclusive uh, the Takartomi Mall version. And it kind of like it kind of was like well it it leads into it's you know the the pack in story is prior to uh, 
victory, I think is where he popped up at and where he was, you know, it tied him into like the six clan and all that other stuff. And, and it mm-hmm. made the actual connection in Canon that he was six shot and just, uh, you know, became a good guy and, and things like that. So, um, I bet you that Dalton has read all of them. That's the thing. Dalton, Dalton, <laughs> Dalton doesn't read Japanese. Um, but he's probably translated all of them right now. If I was a betting man, like I would, you know, I've actually tried that. I've actually tried running some scans through the Google Translate, but it doesn't pick up all the kanji. So it's just like incomplete mm-hmm. speech bubbles. I'm like, man, fuck, I can't even like, I can't even do like a crazy like where where we'd get words like deformation and you know things like that <laughs> instead of transformation or instead of transformers yeah. deformers. That's what they- for whatever reason, what it translates to. Um, but yeah, like knowing, knowing that the beast horse characters were the focal point there. Like, of course, now I want to know like all about it, you know, but it, it, it branches together. Like, like you said, all the continuities more or less in this weird own little universe. It's, it's interesting. Right. It's an interesting take. I've seen some people though, like, some fans that, you know, get a little too serious about this, get a little too in their feelings, are just like, why are they oversexualizing these characters? Why why is it why is it that, that all the all the women why is it that they why why do they have bikinis on? Why do they why do they have to sex why do they do this? Oh, what's fucking Japan? Okay. After sounds porn. like Tyler. Look, man, Tyler, leave, is it, that your opinion? leave it leave it to some leave it to some fucking white people to regulate how other people fucking do their shit for other real culture, like entire cultures yeah like yeah oh my god you stand up against racism but are going to dictate how another culture fucking portrays their media shut the fuck up karen <laughs> <laughs> hopefully hopefully sooner than later man like i was really hoping that uh, apparently, I don't know when the epilogue came out. The epilogue had to have come out last year. Jim, um, Jim Fong in the chat, Primal is King. Why Primal Vocal? Please stop it. <laughs> Get some help. <laughs> Jim Fong, what's up, dude? I know there's a there's a language barrier there with uh with, with Jim Fong, but I appreciate you for showing up, man. That's uh that's awesome. That's awesome that he was able to pick up on it. You sound oh, like was... grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyways, man, I was really hoping that they would release a book. That Takara would have released a book with the the legend stories, but they they probably won't. Like it, I, I don't know if that's that's a thing they do still now or or what or not. But I would I would love to see it translated. I'd love to read it. It's another one of those. That's something, dude. We really should have got stateside. Like Hasbro really should have done something like that. They really should have done it for the selects because like all the other selects stuff doesn't have like any kind of pack in fiction unless it's the Takara Tomy stuff and it's all web exclusive. Um, which means there, there was a, tea, a, but... there was like a G1 black and white manga. I can't call, but it was, I remember star screens ghost came back and kind of interacted with them like in the beginning or something. I forget how that whole thing went, but it was, a, it was a good story and it was done really well. The art and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even up, if it's not, but, even if it's not colorized, like I would still, like I said, like I plan on picking up the the printing, the translated and printing one that IDW is going to put out of the G1 manga. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to get it. Like I want to check it out. Like that's all of that is un 
unturned stone over here. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not something we have access to. And this, this, the 2020s, this is going to be the decade of the Beast Wars fans. I can foresee it right now. I think you're going to have a live action movie. I think you're going to have new <laughs> anime series. You're going to have comics. You're going to have figures. You're going to have all types of cool stuff. I think we'll get announcements for all that cool stuff this year, but I don't think we'll see any of that until 2021. I think I think the 25th anniversary. Uh, I feel overly optimistic. Oh, sorry. Did I did I say year? I meant decade. This these ten years coming up. Oh, I think it's going to be ten years. I don't, you know, a full decade would fuck me up. My, like just financially, um, I'm fine with like a nice two to three year stretch, you know, and then, uh, like just let me let me finish out some masterpiece. Let's get a full, you know, like it's you know another trilogy. Like let's get our own little trilogy, right? Of a uh, of modern toy lines and uh, you know, generations type stuff, and then uh, I think I'd be I think I'd be good calling it calling it in right there. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna disagree. Mainly for the sake of disagreeing, but I honestly don't think that 2020 is going to be the decade of Beast Wars. And I'll tell you why. Because I feel like to Hasbro, to Hasbro specifically, 25 years of Beast Wars doesn't mean anything compared to 35 years of G1. Well, it would be 35 years of G1 movie. Like, 2021 would be, what, the... Th- 30 what what are we we're at 35 years now is that the 35th anniversary was 2019 so in two years it'll be the 30 or yeah two years it'll be the 37th one year it'll be the 37th whatever like 37 (laughs) is 37 isn't a number like it's not a celebratory number but where the transformer where the g1 nostalgia where the g1 nostalgia took off was uh was the 25th anniversary but like that see that all perfectly lines up tyler like if we get three years of Beast Wars from 2021 to 2024, then 2024 is that can be their big 40 year bash, and like that's fine. I'll be out. You know, um, I guess that makes sense. I just I don't know, man. I, every corner I see, I see I see G1 overtaking the spotlight over any other Transformers iteration. And if Mike was here, I'd be like, yeah, could he's better? <laughs> but like. <laughs> Is that is that what Mike and Kate sounds like? Yeah, it's better, you Gobert. Never you never, yeah, Gobert. You never. <laughs> G one's better, man. Gobert's. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. I just feel like the G one nostalgia eclipses any other nostalgia that other people have. The same, like, it's mainly just like eighties nostalgia. Eighty nostalgia eclipses other people's nostalgia because if you're gonna say it's gonna be the year of Beast Wars. That means it's going to be decade. the year of, or sorry, the de- sorry, the decade of Beast Wars. That means it's going to be the decade of reboot. It's going to be the decade of all these other '90s shows that were really popular in the '90s, and yes. I just don't see that happening. Well, this is what well, the, dude, there's time. Time marches on, right, man? So, like, you had people who were in my age frame where the '80s nostalgia, you know, hit home, and they really pushed it in the past, like, you know, five, ten years. So now that you guys are going to get older and get that nostalgic feeling. You're going to get that the 2020s are going to be that 90s nostalgia is going to be creeping through. So I think 90s nostalgia in general. Yes. Like there's there's talks uh, there's talks like of X-Men, the animated series getting follow up seasons done. for Disney Plus, which was a huge 90s thing. Um, 
and, like I feel like the reboot reboot would kill any kind of reboot anything for the for the 2020s but oh, again dude, like I definitely yeah I definitely think that we're going to see uh we're going to see we're definitely going to see at least I feel 3 years 1 to 3 years of beast wars stuff uh in in generations and I think it'll start in 2021 um uh, Jose in the chat uh, real quick said G1 was the beginning that's why it's fondest for most but like I would like to kind of counter that point uh, there's a lot of G1 fans that have a great fondness for Beast Wars. And I think that with what Siege and Earthrise uh, are doing, uh, and I guess whatever the third uh, arc, which would probably get us primed for Beast Wars, um, it's just it's just rehashing the, the same Chug stuff, albeit better. Siege and, and Earthrise, Earthrise at least appears, but Siege definitely was, in my opinion, a better retake on, you know, the classics line, which focused on a lot of primary G1 characters. And you're getting a lot of uh, crazy stuff out of that, you know, Japanese stuff, the later, you know, 87 to what, 91 or whatever, that t- that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I so, agree with you. <clears throat> I can 100% um, agree with you, Dakota. That's, that's, absolutely that's and they're just rehashing the same as that characters again for a different line but right but like i don't think i don't think the 80s group is going to be down with that shit for a third time in a row right and i think they know that i think that i think they're like okay we're really pushing it here with this second rehash but they're also getting some some more niche things out of the way like those cybertronian designs and things like that you might you might be right i'm i'm completely open to being wrong here i just personally I think we'll just see more wash, rinse, repeat. And maybe that's just because what the past has shown me, like it's just a lot more wash, rinse, repeat. And I know loving G1 doesn't mean you have to hate Beast Wars. I'm not talking. I know there's tons of people out there that like both. And that's like, I'm not talking about those people. Like me. I love yeah. me some Japanese G1. And like, I love G1 multi-parters. Um, you know, it's is it something that, I would particularly sink as much income as I have into Beast Wars. No, I think but. that's just a, a that's just one of those telltale signs of like it being an internet conversation where if you don't like what I like, then you must hate it. There's no gray area, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's I think, fair too. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, that actually plays a big part in it. Jim Fong asked, but really Michael Bay. I guess he's in like referencing to to live action movies. I would absolutely take a, a Michael Bay live action Beast Wars, like a hundred percent. He, whatever you want to say about those live action movies, they did so much good for the brand, so much good for the brand. Um, and really, if, it was if, only if it, the, if it, it was gave Beast critics, and it was only the diehard Transformers fans that didn't like it. Casuals loved it, which is why it made money hand over fist. Uh, except for Movie 5 and Bumblebee. Yeah, sucked. Well, Movie 5 was garbage. And well, that's like the Bumblebee like, movie. Hardcore fans loved it, but it still didn't make any money. It was uh, 80s so, nostalgia. 100% 80s nostalgia for that right. movie. So, but, and there was a point that but, I wanted to... With that said, it, to say with it that still too. didn't make money. That's what's wild. No. Like that '80s nostalgia did not make them that money. It was it was profitable. I mean, they yeah. even said in the look, it was profitable. In an executive but, meeting, it was profitable. I mean, it wasn't, night, it wasn't blow me away one billion dollars profitable, but it was right. Look, it was it was enough. To, it didn't lose money like the fifth. 
the movie. So. It, see, well, I would. I think it barely it broke. Funny. I know you're trying to talk, Tyler. I'm sorry. I know. I think Always. it barely broke even. I think it barely broke even uh, after marketing all like the money they would put into marketing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up right now to see if it what it did. Oh, I, we had this. We must have rehashed this conversation about five thousand times. Jesus, TM2 Dinobot. That's fucking savage. China doesn't like wow. the 80s. It reminds him of starvation. Whew. Jim Fong, you got a cabinet full of uh, Bayformers? You said he has a. Ca- I have a cabinet full of them. So now I don't know what he has so, a cabinet full of. So. So okay, the last night grossed 130 million in the U.S. and Canada, and 475 million in other territories for worldwide 605.4 million against a budget of. 217 million. So it made almost three times the budget back. Wait, is that 217 include the advertising? Yeah, I don't think that's production budget. So I'm assuming no. No. Take take production budget and put it in half and then add that on. That's usually how much it costs for like commercials and stuff. Okay, so it still made double its budget back then. Okay. So which is, it was profitable. It wasn't as profitable as the previous films, but it was profitable. And it was a trash fucking movie. Like, the spectacle was the, the CGI and the designs and the fights, but the, the story was just god-awful. Wait, now, what, which movie that, Which movie would you, did you look up for? Last Night. Oh, I thought you looked up for the Bumblebee movie. I was talking about the Bumblebee movie. I, hang on, well, hang on. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to make a point. So, The Last Night... I'm co-leading. <laughs> The last night was a terrible movie, and it made six hundred and five point four million dollars. Bumblebee movie was supposedly loved by everyone, and it only made what four hundred and twenty, four hundred and forty. It only are you saying it only made four hundred million dollars? Or like yeah, four hundred and sixty-eight million dollars. What was the budget? Who cares? That's not what I'm saying. The budget does not the, the budget does not put people in seats. The 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 um the reputation does. The reputation of Transformers only got bigger and bigger and bigger, regardless of critics, regardless of um, regardless of uh, um, fans. The the yeah the hardcore fans. It just got bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where it peaked with. Did it peak with Darker the Moon? I think Darker the Moon was the biggest one, and then it came back down again for Age of Extinction. Then it plummeted with not, uh, last yeah. night. Well, see, I think it was either Darker the Moon or Age of Extinction because I know they filmed additional scenes in China with Chinese actors for the Chinese market because it was such a big thing for them. Like I know when Age of Extinction hit, like there was crazy shit going on. Like I think uh, Singapore got like some lucky draws at a couple of shops. Like it, it was wild, but I don't I don't know if Age of Extinction made. I don't know if it made what Dark of the Moon made. I know that there was a big push for that market because of how well Dark of the Moon sold, though. Yeah. Um, Hang on, I got it right here. But like, I mean, like you're you're saying that so you know, Age of Extinction that, made one point one billion. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Worldwide. Um. Anyway, so the reason that I'm the reason I'm bringing this all up is okay. if Bumblebee was so amazing and it capitalized on nostalgia. And it did so much better, or it was so much better than all the other movies. Why did it make less than the worst possible Transformers movie to date? I think a lot of people gave up seeing the 
seeing the movies. But, but <laughs> I, think, I think it was. I don't know. I, it's just what I, I've heard from a lot of people. The whole, the whole marketing was that Bumblebee was bringing back G1 nostalgia. To the point well, where they mentioned that Blitzwing was Blitzwing, they thought made everyone they let everyone think it was Starscream because it was had so much likeness to him, and then they well, announced you like like we're, we're talking about like the marketing real quick. There was also like the no, it's a reboot, no, it's a prequel, right. no, it's a reboot. Well, it's a prequel right. boot. Like, what is so it? So Bumblebee made about two hundred seventy million profit. Out of everything from the production budget to advertising to the rollout of the worldwide gross. But so, the profit doesn't matter. The amount of well, people that bought I would, tickets and filled I would seats. Say I would say that's right. I, I would say that profit matters. Like profit is yeah, the only I thing agree. that matters. Yeah. I'm saying Whatever. if you go from having a production budget of $250 million and you have to bring that production budget down to half that just to make a profit, you're not winning just because you made a profit. You're still losing money. You're just but not you're, losing as much because the budget is cut in half. I, I don't think it's that you're losing money. I think it's that you're just not tapping into more money that you could tap into. Right. Uh, like I, I know, depending on the businessman you ask, they'll be like, "Well, that's losing money." I'll tell you, I, I'm so not that way. Like the way I look at it is Hasbro. Hasbro made a small profit, and Hasbro made a small profit. They see that as a profit, and they're like, "Well, we can, we can keep doing this." You know. So what year, what year did Siege start? 2000 last year? Uh, 2018 was 20 late 2018 wasn't it yeah it was like late 2018 early 2019 let's okay so let's let's go back to a bit you know basically a business mentality right mm-hmm. so probably aren't selling as much as what they were before because the movies aren't doing as well as what they but were the before. the studio series is fucking killing it right now. So you took, right, but you, so you took a movie and you put in the age nostalgia, right, and you threw in that first three minutes of them being on Cybertron and stuff. That basically, I think, helped sell the Siege line as a big, huge advertisement for that line that was that was already out and jose jose did say the g1 stuff and bumblebee was added in last minute it was supposed to be a soft reboot so right huh you know maybe i think i think maybe like honestly you're probably you're probably definitely right about that jed about it being just something to kind of help boost the line the thing is like and and you may be able to pull up numbers quick i don't know how to look for whatever numbers they made but like what they made in 2018 opposed to what they made in 2019 or if the 2019 numbers are even published yet. They uh, do, but quarter they publish their their numbers. They're not very specific on franchises. They usually yeah. say that it was a uh, percentage wise they made more than this. So right, you know. So so there's unfortunately there's no way to tell there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the Siege toys rolled out in October 2018, oh, and then the movie came out in December. So yeah, I. If it was, yeah, I, I think if that sense. was later, then that's a nice, nice expensive commercial for that toy line, and it probably helped and worked. Maybe, but and if the movie was still profitable, if it still made money, it didn't like lose anything. They didn't like you know scrounge right. Then that's even better. So they have more money in their pocket for things. No, it's still not. It's not more money in your pocket. 
It is. Like if, you're, no, if you're used to making 1.1 billion after only spending 20, 250 million, you're not making the same profit, the more money in your pocket as you are with a 125 million budget, making only less than 500 million. No, you're still making profit mean, though. That's just, that just means that you're making more for percentage of a profit than you are. That's all. You're making four times as much as you spent versus you know how much you're actually making. Two times as much or whatever. So it's not considered a failure. It's just that it's not as profitable as the previous movie. I think it just depends on how how whatever manager, uh, whatever brand manager, or even if I'm pretty sure Goldner is the one that has to uh, give everything the, the say-so on that. Uh, just what he what he what he views as successful or, or not successful because ultimately it, it is it's all his it's all his opinion like and that's if, that's what it really boils down to. And if that movie may not have been as profitable for like say you know cinema numbers, but it actually boosted the toy line sales, whereas it would have before, then that's even more profitable for that company. I don't think Transformers will ever be as profitable as it was around Revenge of the Fallen. I don't think the toy line will ever be that profitable again. I like. I would argue it's more <laughs> profitable now, and not just because so. of, not just because of the not just because of the uh, the the increase in prices either. Um, but like, I think that like I mean, and like I'm of a mind, right? Like, I think that Revenge of the Fallen movie line was peak for engineering and and. It, Everything that that could be good about Transformers for a mainline Transformers, uh, I, th- I think that I think that 2009 was, or you know, Revenge of the Fallen rather was the peak for that. Uh, but I still think that what they're doing now, like I feel like what they're doing now, is at least comparable in, in terms of sales and, and and everything else. But you're also looking at like there's no more Toys R Us now and. Brick and mortar is is pretty much like on its way out the door. Like sooner or later, it's all going to be retail. It's all going to be what can Big Bad Entertainment Earth, uh, Amazon, and whatever else. Uh, how, what? How can they? You know, how much can they move to us? And and how would that undercut anything? I'm just saying when when it was Revenge of the Fallen, you had the Revenge of the Fallen line, which was the movie figures. Mm-hmm. You had Reveal the Shield, I believe, on top of it was, uh, Yeah, I think it was like Generations and then Reveal the Shield after that. Revenge yeah. of the Fallen lasted like a good year and a half or two years or something like that. But you had you had multiple lines within that year that were funded by how successful the movies were. And then the next year, Dark of the Moon, you saw a little they, – they kind of dialed it back a little bit. And then well, the last and it, night, they dialed it back even further. Like the toys See, were they, just they, staggering. They really, more they really and more. didn't, though. Like with Dark of the Moon, you had the Dark of the Moon line, you had Generations, and you had Prime. Or not? Sorry, you, not Dark of the Moon. And um, you had Beast Hunters, or not Beast um, Hunters. Uh, uh, Age of Extinction. Rescue Bots. You had Rescue Bots. So you had you had four lines out at the time of Dark of the Moon. Age of Extinction. You would have had the Age of Extinction line. You would have had the Generations line. You would have had whatever Rescue Bots was, and I think. That's when they started to roll out robots in disguise. So there were still four toy lines going on at the time. Um, and then the last night, you would have had the movie line, the kid appeal line. I, mean, I don't know if it was Cyberverse or what or not at that point in time. 
and then generations. So that's where it really kind of came down to three. And then now you've got studio series, generations, cyberverse. Oh, I always forget about studio series. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, like I said, like just 10 minutes ago, and studio series is making a piece. Regular studio, masterpiece. Studio series is doing piece. really well for them. Do you know, Tyler, I just looked at the last night numbers and it only did like 20 million more than Bumblebee profit wise. So, yeah. That's I'm not only debating that. No, it's, I think it was like a, only 150 million more profit wise. No, it's like only, so it's, it's a production budget of 217. You take half of that. So it's, so let's say 320, and then you have a worldwide gross of 600. So that's still only 280, and Bumblebee did like 260, 270 profit. So they're pretty close. Definitely not in the billions, you know. TM2 Dinobot says, uh, 20, uh, we had Darth Moon in 2012. We had an oil price hike in 2011. It killed the toy prices world. I really don't know how much of that That's a good point. oil cost per barrel uh, affects toy cost because of plastic. I really don't know how much of that is complete and utter bullshit and how much of that is legitimate. Like, I feel like it's just a really good way to say, fuck you, stop asking us questions. If I'm being real, <laughs> like if I'm, if I'm being as real as I can be about it. Um, I think that's, I think that's all that is like, like, you know, around Christmas time when they were like, hey, you know, beginning of the year, Hasbro, we're going to up all of our prices, you know, a little bit because of tariffs. All that was was just, uh, fuck you, I don't want to take a, like, 1% salary cut. But that was all that was. Yeah. Well, they even yeah. said, like, when, they, when they're cutting, because they're going to cut back on plastic on their packaging, they said they're going to pass those costs off onto the consumer. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. But like I said, I think I think that barrel barrel of oil price, I think it's all horse shit. Or I think it's at least 85 percent horse shit. All the new Beast Wars figures will be wrapped in leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I have like like figs for the twist ties. Yeah, you're going to have like it will be like like bamboo or cages. That's wicker. What, it's just going to be wicker. Yeah, wicker. <laughs> I think I'm going to shelve this week's topic topic uh, for next week. We've been, we've been going for, for a while. Is any, like, do any of you guys have anything you want to uh, add to this? I know we, it's just been the three of uh, me and Jed talking over Tyler rather for for a minute. (laughs) I'm curious, Candace, you got a pain in your neck being lopsided like that. I'm surprised you don't have a pain in your neck on the left side there because you got the spider in the right. It's probably like throwing your head off balance a little bit. <laughs> you have a spider on your head? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, she does. Get the fuck out of here. Put, put it on her. There it is. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Okay. I thought it was I thought it was a fucking real, like, oh. oh Usually, God. yes, there Australia? are spiders crawling around on me. They, they, they run me all the time. Jesus so I might as well wear one. I couldn't do it. Like I just I, the the phobia kicks in. Uh, <laughs> scared the little shit out of me. Oh, Dakota! I thought you just had like a gigantic ass pet tarantulas or something. <laughs> tarantulas, tarantula. 
<laughs> and and you're just like letting that thing crawl around your head. I was like, Lord, no. <laughs> I was like, that you got to be uh, nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Meanwhile, he set his own head on eater. fire. <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm trying to make sure I don't have one crawling on me now that I've been talking about it. Because that's how that works. That's exactly yeah, how it works. People, you talk about it, they they come out of the come out of all the fucking you know cracks and nooks and crannies. They get on you. Yes, it's like ticks too. Oh, I had a tick on me. Now it feels like I have a tick on me forever. You keep looking, you keep feeling that. Nah, nah. Like I can't even like I feel like every, like every time like I step on a spider to kill it, like I'm not one of those. Let it back out into the wild. Nope, came into my home, came into this domicile, this safe space of mine, and it violated it, and it's gonna fucking die. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not about like let's let's grab like a like a plate and a cup and let's you know let's capture it and set it back out and let let it do nature's beautiful nature thing. Uh-uh. It's going to nature die. But ever- after I step <clears throat> on it I feel like I've got a million of them crawling over me. I got I got to take my shoe off. I got to like kick my leg around in the air. Like you do all that twitching like you're on drugs or something? Yeah, I really do. I look like I'm that lady in uh Meyer that just got super famous for trying to help you motherfuckers. Did you ever flush something down the toilet and then see it the next day? Like hanging out in the house? <laughs> no. <laughs> isn't that, that's because I'm in Louisiana, isn't it? That's the only reason you ask that question. Uh, that's true. <laughs> they don't even have sewers down there. They just open a hatch and the toilet, all the shit we, falls uh, from the we toilet like, swamp beneath their house. <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> uh what's really funny is like I, i'm on i'm on well water so it's not city water but <laughs> our city water fuck, uh, like our our waste rather gets dumped out into the neighboring city's drinking water <laughs> and like when i say the neighboring city like the neighboring city it's just it's just separated by a river there's shreveport and there's Bozier. So Bozier's drinking water is like all of our shit and piss water. (laughs) (laughs) And it, and it definitely has a different taste, you know, like it's, there's something like they, they got to like triple filter. Like it's, it's got like, it just, yeah. Like one of like, uh, when I, whenever I was like a, like a, uh, I guess in my, my early twenties, God, listen to me say early twenties. Fuck. Uh, My, my my late teens, early twenties. A friend of mine, uh, I convinced him. I was like, "Dude, just come over into Shreveport. We'll go grab something to eat." We were at a restaurant. We both got a water. He was like, "Damn, this water tastes good." I was like, "What do you mean?" He said, "Just it tastes. It's really good tasting water." I said, "Uh, it just tastes like water to me, dude. Like I don't know." He was just like, "It's just a lot better than than the drinking water we have in Bozier." I was like, "Oh," and then that's whenever I started to do some research. I was like, "Wow, y'all drink that shit." I wouldn't even shit in that water because I've previously <laughs> shat in that water. <laughs> well, then. Kabar said, I'm totally that guy that releases spiders. Yeah, dude, it's, it's not me. That ain't, I'm not that guy. Nope. They, uh, they die. There was, there was one man. Uh, I went outside to smoke uh, one time a few years back and it made a big old, it was like, uh, it was the, I, I got a I got a palm tree in my front yard, and it was like webbed up between that and the uh, there's like a little like awning over my front door and the the post there, 
And I was like, shit, how am I going to get this? Because I know if I swat at it, the webs are going to get stuck to whatever I swat at it with. And it's going to crawl over me. It's going to bite the shit out of me because, you know, I, I tried killing it. And so instead, I was like, I got it. I'll spray it with chemicals. So I, like, I started, <laughs> like, I mean, I got the 409 out, gave it a few squirts, and it didn't move. It was just like, fuck you. That ain't nothing to me. I was like, okay. So then I got, I have a, a, a can of a clear coat. It was just some some cheap, it may have been Krylon, actually. So I'm spraying it with a clear coat, and I see it kind of it gets, gets kind of pissed off at that clear coat. But it wasn't enough. Like it didn't move. Like I'm like I wanted. I wanted to see it physically shrivel up. So I've sprayed probably half a can of clear coat on this thing, and I can see it. Like I can see the the clear coat's like stuck stuck to the webbing. Like it's it's kind of getting thick and everything. Like it's glistening in the in the light. <laughs> and finally, finally, I was like, "Fuck this!" I took my lighter out and I gave it a burst with the clear coat, and like damn near caught the like I I could have caught the entire house on fire. I didn't, but I watched just a large uh, ball of fire uh, flare up, go back, and I didn't see that fucking spider anymore. So I knew the job was done. Oh, I don't think he had the, the the cleanest, like you know, shiniest spider. For <laughs> <laughs> a brief moment before it got lit up, because you know, clear coat is a uh, very flammable. So, uh, anyways, if uh, if chemicals don't work, fire will. <laughs> but don't burn yeah, your house yeah. down. Yep. But tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. <clears throat> That's fair, Mike. Where can people find you at? Speaking of real dads, find me everywhere. Zinger, Mike. Tyler. I I don't know. All right, that's good. Opinions <laughs> <Don't you see? laughs> Don't you what? <laughs> Candace, where can people find you at? You can find me on Facebook at Canned Ice Art. You can find me on Instagram, CannedIce.Santora. Twitter at Candace Santora. And YouTube, Candace Santora. All right. You you looked up all your socials, didn't you? I just like to keep it uh, going smoothly. Uh, just uh, keep it a little uh, simple. <laughs> you get right on that. And uh, we were joined tonight, special late edition. Jed, where can people find you at, Jed? You can find me everywhere by searching for Blackout and Shout, where all podcasts are sold. <laughs> Jed, Jed is Blackout and Shout. I am the Senate. <laughs> Dude, was it was it you that shared the meme of uh like whenever whenever you have to like people that run the podcast or whatever that, yeah I, I made that a couple months ago <laughs> yeah i remember i remember seeing i was like fuck if he ain't lying um before you get out of here though oh you can find me everywhere at primal sabbath i forget it's not on my channel anymore uh before we get out of here you should check out some other cool shows part of the cool table network such as shadow cast uncutting the realms we do docs we can bang and bridge bulge 40k plus max breaking boulders radio fresh communications building up to a verbally challenge and one of my personal favorites mastery shit piece theater and of course you can check out blackout and shout all queued up off the runner cybercast black to combo in around 30 minutes with matthew deluxe baldwin uh we thank you for watching and we'll catch you guys uh maybe we'll be here next week uh, we'll be here next week <laughs> 